everybody. This is Patrick with another episode of Foreign Football Forecast. And today I'm joined by my friend Nana. Nana, as a Liverpool fan and as a football fan, how's everything been going? Pretty much cool. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to stay out from this um, virus, you know, that's been going on. But everything seems to be pretty um, pretty well, you know. Um, I've, just been, I've just been home, you know, like, to be honest, just stay home. Just, you know, work, home, so that's what I've been doing. So, um, basically, that's it. Same same here. So, so for those of, uh, of y'all who heard the, our first episode, um, I think we talked enough uh, about the virus today. So, um, you know, Nana and I were discussing uh, football back over in your country, and um, I, I think it's best if we just kind of start off where we where we're discussing. You were explaining everything about uh, about how you can get into a, a to the national team, how you can become professional. So uh, I feel like let, let's just dive into it then. So Nana, um, how is for you? You know, like uh, like you look at it here, and personally, I have a, a friend of mine who plays professionally in the MLS. What was the perception like when you came over here? You know how when you're playing, it's like it's almost like encouraging a person to go to to college soccer, and then you go and you're playing football in college, and then you go to maybe the MLS, um, sometimes to Europe, but it's not it's not all that common. What did you think when you saw this? Like how how everything kind of is set up because you're. I mean, you're premiering then at that point. A friend of mine, he premiered um, professionally when he was like 21, but he didn't really become a regular until he was like 22 years old. So like mm-hmm. eight, so, so really like four years, five years, almost six behind what a lot of players start at. What, what did you think about that? And, and how does it differ from, from kind of back home? And, and do you think it's, the system's right or or what's your kind of um your perception of that um i would say the system is like the system is a little bit rough but like i said um growing back home it was really it's really hard like you know um, the talent is back home it's hard for you know for for people who like to recruit to get back home there's a lot of players with good talent and there's a lot of competition like you know to play among your own peers, but I was unfortunate, like, to play among like some of, some of, some of the guys right now who's, who who's in Europe playing, some are in Europe, but you know, in bigger leagues, but it's still in Europe playing with some of the good teams, somewhere like Belgium, like Norway, like you know, um, Australia, I guess. Um, there's some in in England, but you know, in the Premier League, yeah. some in France, some in Germany, but um, like you know, back. Back back home, like you know, normally when you're in high school, like high school, uh, like a high school here, like how high school, like people recruit people to go to colleges and play for them. In high school, we have like a tournament that they play every year, so they have like talent that can showcase. Like they see players who knows how to play. They'll pick some of the players from each regions. You know how Ghana is. Ghana is not like it's not just like you know like in here in the United States is like states. Ghana is like kind of a region. It's like Every regions they kind of pick like some of the best player from the high schools, and then if you're likely to make it, you might be calling to the national team, which is down at 17. At that time, if you're too young, you might get into down to 17, down to 20, 23s, you know. And then unfortunately, if you're lucky, you can play in the national team. But by some of some of the guys come back home to the, um, to recruit, you know, um, 
which is like some some of the players in the academy like end up playing the Premier League back home. And if you're lucky to play in the Premier League back home, then you know your talent is really high. So like I said, there's talent back home. There's players. There's big players. But the only thing you have to do is just to work hard to get in there. And the system is not. It's too hard to get in. So you have to work extra hard, you know. I know, like I was saying, there's, there's a lot of talents. Like, you know, for instance, somebody like Kwajasamoa, like he played for Inter Milan. He's like, he used to play for Juventus. Like, he used to play for my academy team. But I didn't play with him, you know. He was up ahead with me. But, you know, he went through the process, you know. Got recruited by one of the Premier League, played for them, and then unfortunately he was caught. He started his um, Europe with Udinese, you know. After Udinese, he went to um, then Udinese from Udinese, then that's when Juventus bought him. So you know it was like kind of you know he had to put the work in, cause like he had the talent, but it took longer for people to see his talent, you know, cause like he started playing for the national team. I remember that was in two thousand and eight. That was we hosted the African Cup of Nations. I remember that. That yeah, was unbelievable. Was yeah, he was called and he wasn't even a starter. So I think um he came came in as a star. Before Kujasama became a star, like most people didn't actually know. But um he was actually really a good star, like a rising star. And he could have been in the national team a long time ago. But like I said, his talent started discovered during the two thousand and eight African Cup of Nations. But before that time, I think he had played in under twenty. No, he didn't. I think he had played in under 20, but people didn't see him as much. I think Udinese bought him from um, one of the local teams, local Premier League teams um, in Ghana, which was like Liberty Professionals. That's where um, he, he played before he moved to Udinese. And I think he came in as a sub in 2008, and people started seeing, okay, this guy got like, you know, his, with his skills, like he can play like multiple position like you know wherever you put him up he can be able to play and I think he did he did play well I think um, we're running up no we weren't running up but we're, I think we had a third place in that year too we hosted it but like we fall short to I think um, Cameroon penalties but yeah during that time Pajasuma like being that superstar I mean he rose through the location over there and then um, I think when he got back to Italy and I think he, he has some couple shot with Udinese. So after that, that's when Juventus started well, like, okay, this is a guy with, with pretty much good talent. We can go in and then um buy him. So that, that that's that's example right there, you know. Um, you know, there's too many talents back home, like people can't recognize there's too many players. So everybody is fighting through a competition, you know, back home, like like, you know, they wish they had somebody who could actually recruit them or who who could come and scout them. And we have so much scouts that come back home, but again, the talent, where they have to start from, you know. They're, they're, like I said, there are some players that are being scouted and being bought into Europe, and then developing, like, right now, for instance, like, you know, Bayern, you know. There's some, like I said, in order for you to be able to play, for them to see you and then play in the, in the national, the only way you can showcase yourself is, like, you start playing the national teams, like, down the 17s, the 20s, you know, the 23s and the national team because I, that will give you, like, much more chance for people to see you. People all over the world could see you. Some people could see them, but we don't have that technology for people to see. There's too much talent, so it's not everybody who's going to see every player play. You know, unless you dare to see the person, but in that case, the person have to, the person have to be in the national team or something like that for you to be able to see them.
play or the person have to come outside, you know, start traveling or maybe um, get a tryout with a team before you can see him play, you know. There's some scouters, like, right now, we have those um, those academic teams that I link up with um, most of the teams in Europe. So in order to invite you over for you to come and start training with us and see how things will go, and then maybe they can offer you, you know, um, they can offer you a deal, and you know you can start from the academy and then play up to, and come back to their big. I mean, to their, um, to their um, what's it called? To their big, um, to their big team, you know. So um, basically, you have to, in order for you to, you have to just play in, um, like I said, academy, or you have to play in. Um, you have to have, you have to, you have to, you have to actually play in the lo- I mean, the local league, you know, for them to see you. Okay, there's the talent right here. It is what we want. This is what we need. So um, there's, there's too much talent, but and like I said, it's not easy for everybody to show, showcase, you know, um, their talent. But it's just a few of them that are always um, that will always be called upon. You just have to work your your way out. You have to work yourself out for scouters to see you, or for somebody to see you, and then be like, okay, this is a good product. We can take it here. You know, if you're lucky to have such people like that, then you know. You can go far, but if you're playing and then nobody is seeing, it's kind of like a little bit frustrating. So you have to work a little bit harder, you know. So yeah. So, uh, so, uh, so, but is there any method you could think of that that resolves that? Because, um, so say for you, for example, you know, all all that talent has, it's it's all this untapped talent and potential, but it feels like we. We see the, you know, the Sadio Mane's. We see the, the, you know, the Asamoas. We see the Johns. You know, we see all these different players that, okay, the the, the Salas, for example, as well. You know, we see immense potential, but from your perspective, what do you think could be done to, mm-hmm. to, to get greater, com- you know, kind of exposure? Or because I've seen things. Um, you know where some of these Arab countries, the what do you call it, the Qataris, have uh, have uh, basically academies in Africa, the Aspire Sports Academy, um, to basically kind of bring players to from Africa to Europe. But is there a way to to streamline that process to where the professional clubs in Ghana become a pipeline? And if it's a pipeline, is that is that a benefit? For you guys, or, or or what would you do to to get more kind of exposure and, and a greater consistency to where you and all your friends that had a bunch of talent, how do you guys make it to where you can play over in uh, in Europe or Australia or Asia, um, U.S. for example as well? What do you think has to be done? Um, like I was saying, but you know, like the system in Ghana is too much, like too much to deal with. Like I said, some people who have their own favorite players. And it's kind of like crazy. Like I said, there's talent. The talent is back home, but like, you know, like sometimes there won't be scouters or there won't be like you said, Qatar have like that camera academy, like you know, and it's too talented. But like I said, the system is just like kind of a little bit rough. So like, like I said, you just have to wait a little bit. You have, you know, you have to wait. Kind of like you know, just try the process, and hopefully one you can play, you know, the academy and all that. But like I said, you know, like you don't want to wait because like age always be, you know, be going, will be moving faster in each and every day. So um, 
like I said, if you're lucky, um, you can be able to play and you know that. Like, but by the only thing is, if you're lucky, you'll be able to play in the league. You know, if somebody if a team in the league buys you, you know, come and take you and then that, you know, and you, know, I mean, start like actually investing. Then there'll be somebody who see you and then buy you into Europe or buy you to somewhere. You know, and then from there, you know, little by little, like you know, you can move up. You know, it depends on how hard you know how hard you work. So that's how it is. Can it be? Um... You know, uh, when it comes to moving up, is is it better to go to a lower, I don't want to say lower country, but to maybe a lesser level country to, to begin with then? Like, is it better to go from and start off in Turkey or Greece and or Russia and then go from there? Or is it better to, say, start off in, like, second division or third division in England in, in that sense? Because... It, it, and I've I've not long noticed this as well. My my friend, um, he's from uh, Togo, and he had said that they had a lot of issues. Um, actually, your neighboring country that is, and he had said that there was problems where people would be really talented, but like they didn't get along with managers or or the club, di- like would uh, would report that they had an attitude or different things, and he said that they kind of got stymied. And then they would almost be have to to play in like lesser countries, and you know you talk about age as well. I wonder, I wonder if that plays a role. Um, you know, for those of you in the audience that don't know, Nana and I have discussed this for a long time. We've um, there's one player in particular, Nana, that that comes to mind, and that's uh, that's a Samoa John man. Like for those that don't know, Nana put me on to. A lot of a lot of Ghanaian football. He told me about John off the bat, and he had said that how talented he was, and and players I've seen like that 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 have a lot of talent. And I wonder, I wonder if there's there's reasons that they either that they rise in the first place, and if there's reasons that they kind of get um, to condemn to to lower level kind of leagues. Like you know, I know John was playing in like Turkey and uh, and over in Qatar. I wonder if there's a reason for these things. I would say that, like, you know, like I said, that's what I mentioned. Like, Austria or Russia, like, you know, you don't have to start with bigger clubs, like, you know. I mean, if, you, if you're if you unlucky for a bigger team to buy you, then, yeah, um, then that means you really, like, you really, you really earned it. But, like I said, people start from, like, you know, the lower teams and then, you know, move up um, ahead. Like I, like you said, some, somebody can go to Turkey and they play really well and then, boom. A team will come by, and a team probably maybe in the English Premier League will be looking for him. So if you're lucky, and then you know a team buys you, then yeah. But. Should that be considered though a detractor in any sense? Is that kind of a, a disadvantage? Or I mean, I'm just thinking about this. Like, say, uh, say your national team, for example. Do you guys how how do you approach that? Like, do you guys see like, oh, he's playing in Europe, that that's an automatic to to be on the national team, or or you know, could you be excelling in different countries? Like, I know um, back here in the States that we've, you know, we have guys that were playing in the MLS that were representing Ghana. Um, does that play a role as well? Like, the continent you're in? Or, or can you basically be, as long as you're doing well, regardless of whatever league you're in, if you're starting and doing well, is that respected? Or is it kind of a tier-based system? Um, wait, can you come back again? 
you know, um, like, you know, um, so for example, say you and I are playing professionally in the MLS, and then say we went overseas and we were playing, uh, we'll say in uh, Portugal, for example. Are we going to be valued playing at uh, like a middle team, a middle tier team in Portugal or versus starring in the MLS? Is Ghana going to say, okay, Patrick and Nana are excelling in Portugal or they're excelling in Austria or Switzerland? Are they going to prioritize that or are they going to say, hey, they did really well in the MLS or they did really well in uh, Russia or Saudi Arabia, you know, like maybe countries that are on the periphery. Are they given the chance or is it you're playing in Europe, you're, you're immediately at a higher level than, than any of your competition? Um, no, I don't think so. Like, I always say, like, if you're playing over there and then you excel, like, yeah, they're going to prioritize, like, they're going to put you on the map. Like, they'll be like, okay, this is the guy who has been scoring goals in here. So they're going to take a look at you. Like I say, there's no necessarily look. There'll be somebody like, okay, in MLS 2 who will be expected to play over there. And then, you know, like, you're going off, like, going off crazy by scoring goals. So doing, like, what you're capable of doing, then yes. I mean, they're going to put you on the map regardless. So um, there's no need for you to rush. But, again, um, Things will come at you, you know, will come at you, like, just just gradually, you know, you might move up um, to, you know, to the rankings, and then you might you might probably be offered to play for a bigger team. So that's how it is. Um, it's not necessarily you have to go to the MLS or anywhere else, but um, you can still be able to play. Um, you can still be able to play, and, you know, Portugal maybe look – Portugal, maybe to recap everything, like, yeah, the system back home is a little bit rough, you know, for the players. Uh, but, like, we're still trying to put, um, implement many things back home to help these players, you know, achieve their dream. Because some people, one goal is to play football and then, you know, to feed their family. That's what they want to do. But um, I believe with everybody, like, trying to, you know, wake out, trying to get into or trying to play in, you know, leagues wherever they want to get to. I think it's still it's still on it's still on there, you know, in the construction, you know. But again, it will take it will take a while for it to come but it's still, you know, putting things in place like, you know, for any people aren't getting to see to see players play. So uh, right now I think with the talent being back home, like they're doing really well, you know, like actually bringing up some few talents and, you know, everything will be okay but again, uh, you know, everybody wants fast process, but a fast process is always going to take time. You know, so that's how I see it. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I, I really look forward to seeing more opportunity and more potential. And I, I think we can, I think we can say this though. At the, at the very least, I do feel that there's more exposure and that there's more opportunities there than there were in the past. I'm looking at certain countries and I'm looking at certain players like, um, I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, so for those in the audience that don't know, Nana is a, probably the biggest Liverpool fan I think I've ever met. And I'm looking at Liverpool and you guys have Keita, you guys got Mane, you guys got Salah, like... They, you know, you guys have a lot of players from Africa as is. So I, I, I do think that things are starting to improve. 
And I think if Ghana and other countries can get to the point where that system is streamlined and isn't so confined, like you said, because there, it is, it is a little difficult. It's still, it's still not easy to go from. It, it's just getting out of it. I, I think is the way I want to describe it is to get out of going from Africa to get to Europe and to get to that stepping stone. I think things are improving and there's efforts being made, but it's mm. a slow but steady process. So right Words. now, I, w I would say that I do think things are improving and hopefully, hopefully things will move forward. And I, it sounds like from, I mean, from what you've seen, do you think things, it, it, to me, it seems like, th like things have gotten easier. At least, because you can see things right now as far as, you know, some of the biggest stars in, in all of Europe are from Africa. And I think there's more and more moves and more and more kind of, you know, players emerging than in the past. And hope and hopefully that this trend continues. And I, I think as long as we can get rid of all this bureaucracy and all this kind of like just extra steps. I think if we can eliminate steps that have precluded players from going over, that things will improve. And it does seem like that. It does, yeah. Uh, definitely, yeah. Well, today, first of all, thank you, Nana, for, for all of your insight. And oh, is yeah, there, do, do you have, do you have anything that you would like, uh, like the audience to know about about say you know how how football is back home about Liverpool about anything in general before before we start to close out. Um, I'm looking forward to much more episode. At least today was um kind of um, just the inside, but we should look forward to a lot of bigger episodes and much more fun episode moving forward. So. And shout out to everybody, you know, out there. You got to stay safe, you know. Um, do the best thing for yourself. Stay home, get yourself quarantine, you know. Um, and stay away from these streets. And yeah, stay home. <laughs> and, you know, just stay home. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, wise words, I, I couldn't say it any better myself. Looking forward to you know, to thank you, Patrick, for you know, for tuning in, for calling me, for paying, for putting everything in the. Uh, I'm I'm thankful. On the go, so at least we have we have the very first episode, but hopefully more to come. Like I said, if you stay tuned. Thank you. I'm thankful for for you, Nana, for helping me get everything started, for getting everything initiated, and you know, thank you, thank you for helping to fill the gap and. Thank you for helping to take my mind off and I think everybody's mind off of of everything that's been going on. We wish that you have a safe you have a safe time, you take precaution, you're careful and you know during this time thankful to at least be able to discuss a little bit of football and and just to have some some new knowledge and for that I thank you my friend. All right, Patrick, yes, sir, as always. Excellent. Thank you to our audience. Have a good night.